0: Welcome to the Not That Simple Podcast.
1: Hi guys, welcome back to the next episode of our podcast, the Not That Simple Podcast. Today, we have two special guests. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves.
2: Hi, I'm George. I go to... Uh, SLU with our beautiful hosts and I'm here with my girlfriend today.
3: Hi, my name is Katie. I'm from Georgia and I study in Georgia, so I'm just here visiting George.
1: Yes, so we brought them on the podcast today because we thought it would be a beautiful opportunity to discuss the concept or the basically the topic of long distance relationships because they, that is, I guess, their status of the rela- their relationship most of the time so first off how did you guys meet
3: okay so actually there's this town that is next to the next to where we live like where we're originally from it's tbilisi in georgia and um we live very close in this town and the i don't know we just met there like seven eight years ago and we actually dated when we were like 12 and yeah we dated for a little like three four months and yeah and then our basic conversation was like after that after we broke up was mm, hey happy birthday hey thanks and then the next year's like happy birthday <laughs> thanks and then we just kind of remet when it was my birthday I was not in Uh, The country, I was in Milan for my birthday, and um, he was like, Hey, happy birthday! and I was like, Hey, thanks! like, he was like, I'm actually in Tbilisi, I'm in in town, like, do you want to do something? I was like, Oh, like, I'm sorry, I just, I'm gonna come back in like a few days, and then I missed my plane, so he was like, Are you not coming back, like, already, or whatever? and then I was like, Yeah, yeah, I just missed my plane, and that's how it basically started the conversation, like, online, and then when I came back, he was, like, flying the next morning, and then we went. We had fun, and I just thought, thought like, we were old friends. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, so we j- just basically started talking after that. So, every day. And I used to do this thing where, like, to get us talking when I really wanted to talk, I was a little shy, so I didn't want to start the conversation every day, and I wasn't sure that he was going to start it, so when we talked, like, late at night, I would just, like, go to sleep without, like, telling him, so the next morning, I would wake up, and like, I'm so sorry, I just fell asleep, and that's how I started the conversation going, because he would be like, oh, it's fine, like, what's up, like, what are you doing now, and that's, that's what I did for, like, three, four weeks, (laughs) yeah. So, at what point, at what age,
1: like, how long ago did you guys officially i guess restart dating
3: um like two years ago so it was 2019 um november the end of november and we basically started dating in like in january 2020 so yeah like in 2020 we started dating
2: so. yeah i mean <laughs> we were talking for a little bit after november after her birthday and then i came back uh for winter break and then we started actually like I would like invite her, like oh let's like do something let let's go out and it was they weren't like officially like dates like I wouldn't be like oh let's go on a date but like it would be just us and we usually like get get a few drinks or get some food or something like that and slowly like started. And then we also hung out together during New Year. I was like, DJing at our friend's house yeah. and uh, I invited her like it was like a very we were like a small group but like I obviously invited her and like most of my friends already knew her anyway because like we were all kind of like friends before we started dating like a little bit and then after New Year's it was like what 6th of January we actually like had our first kiss or whatever and that's kind of like what we call our official starting point of our relationship like I never actually asked her to be like my girlfriend or something like that, but it's like kind of like, that's how it started.
3: Yeah. That's so cute. We're over here, Nicole and I over here like, puppy eyes at them. I thought you were cringing a little bit there. (laughs) So I was like, okay, don't say the first kiss.
0: No, I love (laughs) relationships. Like I'm a hopeless romantic. So any chance I can get to listen to someone's love story, I fall in love. I'm just like, uh, I want that for myself. He lives in Spain and you live in Georgia. So, yeah. like, when would you guys see each other? Like, would you travel here before you guys were dating or just when he would go back into town?
3: No. So, basically, when we first, like, started dating, like, first first started dating, it was summer break. So, he, he has his, like, half of the f- his family lives still in Tbilisi. So, he was just, like, he would come on every break that he could and just spend the whole summer. And, yeah, that's, that's how it went for a little bit summer breaks and winter breaks and but I didn't see him for like five years yeah I like we didn't meet when he was here because we weren't friends friends but we always had like this good friendship kind of thing going on but we never hung out before we actually had some interest in each other or you had interest in me because yeah he was the one who's like initiated after so many years so
2: The thing is like both of our relationships were long distance, like even when we dated like seven years ago, I was still like living in Madrid. So like we started dating when I was in Georgia over the summer and then I went back to Spain and she stayed in Georgia. So it was like long distance when we were like 12 and 13 or whatever. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So when you guys restarted dating like two years ago, you guys both had no problems being like knowing it was going to be distance. Like, how did that got, like conversation go between the two of you?
3: Oh, so first, we started to just, like, talk like via Instagram, and, like, I used to, like, post stories and stuff, and he never replied because he's not the kind of guy who would, like, you know, like, you're so hot or you're so pretty. Like, he's not the kind of guy, so I had to post something interesting so that he would get interested to actually reply because, like, my pictures or some, like, they didn't work. So we had this conversation going on Instagram. And then I was like, hey, want to wanna switch to Telegram? Because I, I don't know. I just thought it was, like, more private, I guess. Because you text everyone on Instagram. But And then he downloaded Telegram just to talk to me. So that was already a sign. And then we just, like, used to just talk, like, all the time. And, yeah, but he mentioned that he never asked me to be his girlfriend. And I was, like, insecure back there, uh, back then. And... Um, at some point, I think it was February, yeah, I was like, I don't know what are we, like, look, this is exactly what I said. I was like texting him, didn't even call him, and I was like, uh, hey, like, I'm just catching feelings for you, like, I know that I'm catching feelings for you, and I know that this is long distance, and I know that this is like, I don't know what's going on between us, because I thought that he didn't think much of it, because we just kissed a couple times, and yeah, went on a couple dates, you know, and then, Meanwhile, he's out here telling his classmates, look, this is my new girlfriend from Tbilisi. And I didn't know that. And it's actually really cute. But yeah, that's how I was like, I'm just catching feeling like I'm falling in love with you. Do you just like, do you want to do anything? And then he was like, he didn't say that. I mean, we're dating. He said the exact same thing that I said. And then I was still like, so like, are we dating? But I still didn't ask. But eventually I just figured that, yeah, (laughs) we kind of are.
2: (laughs) Well. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I think the best course of action was to, like, try it out and, like, see yeah. how it goes because, I mean, you never know. Like, some people can do long distance and some people just can't because it's, like, the lack of that, like, physical connection and, like, being together all the time. It's, like, it, it's hard for most people to not have that.
3: Yeah, and even for us, like, I don't know about him, and we probably talked about it, but for him, it's, like, with every friend that he had... Um, when they were, like, in school, like, m- like every one of his best friends was in Tbilisi. So, like, he had this long-distance friendships with everyone, long-distance relationships with their, like, his grandparents. So it's, like, it was kind of easier for you because you were living in Madrid for, what, for five years, like, seven years before that. So, like, for you, it was, it was, I don't know, tolerable, I guess. But for me, it was, like, the first experience. And, like, I've, like, I've had my share of doubts. I was, I don't know, I was probably, like, um, I'm a very physical person. Like, I'm very outgoing in terms of, like, physical touch. And it's really important for me to, like, express, like, my love. Even, like, with friends and with, like, family, it's really important for me to, like, feel the the person, you know? Like, just, like, hug and kiss and, like, whatnot. So, yeah, I thought I thought it would be harder than it turned out to be. So, I had my doubts even when you were coming to like, visit, like, the first summer, I was, like, I had breakdowns, so I was, like, this is not gonna work, like, but I love him so much, but, like, what can I do, but, like, blah, 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 whatever, and we, what we did was, like, we talked it out, and he was always, he always made sure that, like, we left on a good note, like, whenever I had my doubts, and whenever I had, like, uh, breakdowns and stuff, he still always be, like, hey, like, I know this is hard, but, like, just let's see, like, just a little bit more, he, he always gave me the, the motive, kind of, to, like, keep going a little bit because in summary it was like yeah but like I'm coming in a month so it's like you know and then that always gave me the motivation that kind of I needed and like the reassurance. I feel
0: like it's so ballsy you just telling him how you feel with the podcast with the guys we found out that confidence is key and literally you proved it you just said what you wanted and like you got your response. But, like, how do you guys make it work? Do you, do you guys fight a lot, if you don't mind me answering? No, no, <laughs> do you guys, like, true. have a lot of fights because of, like, long-distance relationship or, like, just because you miss each other?
2: Uh, not a lot. Uh, and we mostly just talk it out. Like, that's, I think, especially in a long-distance relationship, but, like, old relationships, it's, like, very important to communicate and talk. Because otherwise, like one person might have some like unleft uh unsaid things and they just it just builds up and it's it's it doesn't end well so i think we both agree on this and that's why it kind of works that if you have issues you just fucking you just talk about it and it gets resolved yeah. at some point
3: yeah and like we don't fight like i've never actually i think it was like once or twice and i don't even remember like what it was about like we don't fight And that we started to actually like, quote, like fight after like one year and a half. Like before that, we didn't have like any arguments, you know, because so when we started dating, like you were the mature one, you know, I was never I was like way immature and like not ready for a commitment because you actually had a long term relationship before me, like one and a half years, like a serious relationship. So that actually made him more kind of ready to communicate and, like, settle and stuff, but for me, like, it's, like, I was telling girls that, like, for me, it's really hard to, like, confront, like, confrontations are for me, like, really hard, which means that if I'm mad at something or if I'm upset, it's really hard for me to come up to you and say that, hey, like, you fucked up, like, you made me upset. It's really hard for me to, like, you know, like, emphasize that you did something wrong because I, like, I don't like when some people feel wrong, like, bad because of me, But with him, it was, like, he always made sure that I wasn't, like, mad or something. We, like, girls, like, can, like, relate to this. Like, when they ask, like, they have to ask you, like, five times if you're mad for you to actually say that you're mad, you know? And it was never a problem with him. Like, the only problem that I think caused, like, most of the, I don't want to say fights, like, arguments, yeah, was that I was craving attention and I didn't, like, I wasn't getting... As much attention as I needed, you know, like, like girlfriend-wise, and it was already like also not because he wasn't like trying to. It was probably because the time difference also played a role, or like uh, he had exams, or like whatever. Or some days you're just like out of sync, you know. And because of that, but other than that, I don't even remember like uh, like a serious fight that we had.
0: I feel like that's so good that you guys have such good communication. I feel like, yeah, like you said, most girls hold a lot of their emotions in them because they don't want to seem like too much. But like, yeah, sometimes you just got to share what you feel. And like, I feel like most of the fights that long distance relationship people have is that like, time change, one, and then two, school is so hard to balance, and then trying to, like, text constantly and go on FaceTime calls. Do you guys mostly text or, like, FaceTime?
3: I think we do both. I think we, we FaceTime a lot. Mm-hmm. We just talk a lot on the phone, you know? Like, when you're going to university, it's, like, an a uh, half-hour, like, drive, like, by metro. You, like, call me, and I, we just talk for half an hour, and then he just goes. And yeah, like whenever I go on a walk, like when I walk my dog, I'm like, hey, wanna call me? And he was like, yeah, sure. And so that's basically how we communicate. It's not like when we have time, we call.
2: The thing is texting between us is also really good because we're very like expressive texters, I guess. Cause like most people are like super dry when they text. They're like short answers, acronyms like, but we're like, we don't use like cringy emojis and shit. Like don't get me wrong, but like, (laughs) We actually like write like sentences and like actually it's a lot easier to understand what the other person means and like what they're trying to say and like convey emotions as well through text. So it's uh, so texting is not a problem. We don't need to like constantly be on FaceTime in order to like feel like we're actually communicating. Yeah. Like texting I, I love texting.
3: Yeah, me too, honestly. I mean, from what it sounds like,
1: you guys have a very mature, healthy communication in your relationship, which I don't really see a lot of in people our age, from being completely honest. Like, you guys just lay it all out there, and that could be because of the circumstances and whatnot, and your guys' experience with relationships and distance in general, whether that's, like you were saying, family or friends. And so I really think that's, I'm like, that's great. I envy that actually a lot. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, like you get all the credit. Honestly, he gets all the credit because like I mentioned before, uh, I was not like, I was not the mature one of the, I was the pretty one of the relationship, but not the mature one, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the all the credit goes to him. Honestly, if he was not so, I don't know if it was, it was like motivation or like just um, a really strong will to like make it work with me but honestly many times i've been so wrong and like i now understand it like not intentionally just like so wrong just because i had my insecurity as a girl or the fear of getting heartbroken or something like i used to hold so many emotions that i wish i would have expressed you know and even, even like, re- not regrets, but basically whenever I was mad, I wish that I said that I was mad, you know? And not fear that you would be like, oh, but she's hurting me, or whatever, you know? Mm. And not because, like, to make you feel bad, but just because so that we would have, like, resulted and that the issue wouldn't have to come up, like, again and again and again, you know? And it was, like, my fault. So, like, all the credit for the maturity and the quality of this the healthiness of the relationship goes to you, honestly. Like you made it work, and like I respected that a lot. Like I, honestly, I love that. Are you guys the same age? Yeah.
2: Oh damn. Like what six nine, nine months apart?
3: Yeah. So you you were February born February yeah. and November. Yeah. So. But like the same year. Also,
0: right now finding mature guys is so hard. Yeah. So that's like definitely a plus when like there's someone mature enough in the relationship.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, it's, it's the experience. Like, you have to find someone who's been in a relationship and who's seen, like, things. Like, it might be, like, uh, you need someone who's seen, like, toxic things and non-toxic things, and you need to find a person who, like, knows how a healthy relationship should work, like, even if they haven't been in a, in a very healthy relationship necessarily. And I think that... And you have to have a person that shares your priorities, for sure, because yeah. if your priorities are different, then you're going to be fighting about that. And you can't resolve that, honestly, because yeah. it's, you have to compromise a lot if you have like different priorities in a relationship.
3: The most important thing for both of us was like, OK, so first priority is always like education, studying. And then there's you and then there's everyone else like, you know, I love you. I really do. But look. This is for me. Like I'm doing this for me, and like the thing that we both respect our own like each other's like this priorities is what make like what makes the good relationship work. Honestly, because if like for example for me, uh, like I love studying and I love studying like hard shit. So if he didn't respect that, and if he didn't not even respect if he didn't understand that I needed like enough time to, like, complete all my tasks, and, like, schoolwork, and then university shit, like, everything, and I, if I didn't get so much support from you, like, even, you know, like, no, just, like, don't talk to me, like, go do your homework, or whatever, like, we wouldn't have make it, like, made it work, so this is, like, the top first, like, advice that anyone can ever give to someone wanting to be in a, especially long-distance relationship, but, like, just generally long-term relationship, is, like, get your priorities straight. Like, the first thing you do on a first date is, like, what's the most important thing in your life? For someone, it's, like, family. For someone, it's, like, love life. You know, for someone, it's, like, everything, you know? And if you don't match, that's that's a bad thing. Sorry, if anyone's <laughs> listening.
0: <laughs> no, I feel like I'm having a conversation with such mature people. Like, it's, like, you guys are way older than us, but I actually think... We're the oldest here. <laughs> we might be older than you guys, but you guys have way more maturity than us. It's amazing. So, like, where do you see your future going?
3: That's that's a hard. I one. know we that's debated asking
0: one. this one because we were like, we don't know how like straight. No, no, no. TV? No, no, no.
3: This is okay. Like, I think we're very open about our stuff. Well, I think we talked about it before coming. Like, how much they want to share. We're ready to share like everything. No, <laughs> oh,
0: great bring it all out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, basically about our future. I don't know. For funsies, we talked about like, hey, do you want to live here? Or do you want to whatever? But I think, okay, I'm gonna say it and just don't be mad. But uh, we actually talked about it. And he was like, okay, I'm gonna marry you when we finish university. So that was like the first thing that like he actually planned on his own. <laughs> you two are dying out we
0: are dying. This is what me and Jasil talk about wanting. <laughs> Sadly, it has not come our way yet, but we're manifesting it.
1: Well George, do you have any mature friends like you? <laughs> Single.
3: No.
2: No. The only mature friend I have is Marab, which we both know, and yeah. he has a girlfriend, so he's taken.
3: So yeah, that was like the plan that you just came up on your own. And I was so impressed because one of the problems that we actually do encounter is that I'm a planner. I have to know, like I have to plan something and then I have to do it or whatever. And he's more of a kind of go with the flow type, you know, and sometimes that comes off as like not caring, but like he always makes sure that he always makes sure that I don't think that. He just doesn't care, even though, like, we've had arguments about that. So, yeah, the plan thing, it was, like, a shock. I was, like, dying, really, when he said that. I was, like, (laughs) you planned this on your own? Oh, my God. Like, you think about me? Do you love me?
2: (laughs) The thing is, uh, after I said that, she hasn't stopped talking about
3: it. She, How do you expect me to stop talking about things like well,
2: that? Well, you said that you're a planner, which is very true, and she's always like, "Oh, like where do you want to have the like where like what? Look, this is like the dress I'm going to wear, and these are like the shoes I'm going to wear." I'm like, "I am not like
0: Every girl has her wedding planned. My Pinterest (laughs) board is my wedding dress, like my invitations, (laughs) the cake that I'm going to have, the location. I've already looked into prices. I have (laughs) my venue picked out. I haven't decided on the season yet. It really depends on my vibe that year. But there's options.
3: Every girl out there has it. And like, I even... I know, so I don't know about the dress yet. I mean... (laughs) But, <laughs> but, like, George is sitting back, like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Because if I start talking about it, like, no one can make me, like, stop. Yeah, so basically, uh, I want to wear the Jimmy Choo white sandals with the big bow on them. Bow on the back, <laughs> yes, yes. That's, that's dream my... Dream shoes, dream yeah. shoes. Yeah, because you can't wear them, like, with the white dress. Ugh. So beautiful. Even like yesterday, we went shopping in Las Rosas, and I was like, "Look, Jimmy Choo. Do you want to buy me my wedding shoes?" <laughs> and he was like, "Come out of here."
2: <laughs> what if her, uh, what if her feet grow or get smaller? Like, why, why would I buy it now? Maybe like your shoe size changes.
1: I love how that's the problem. Yeah, do not like
0: not like it's too far from now, just the fact that your shoe size might change. No,
3: but actually about our future, like seriously, I just remembered that um, we talked about it. I was like, hey, I just don't want to marry like whenever we get a chance. Like I don't care if we're like marrying in five or six years. Like it doesn't make a difference to me as long as we're like together because it's just a thing in a passport, you know, like a stamp in a passport. So I don't really care. But like what I, this is a requirement for me, like, I want you to live on your own for at least a year, like, in your apartment, like, alone, you know, and me too, like, I have to learn how to live alone, because what, what happens if you, because look, we all, o- like, both of us, we, we, live with our families like my grandma does the cooking in my house my mom or like my grandma like they help me a lot like I don't do my laundry I don't wash like very rarely wash dishes like even the little things you know like even like I don't even clean my room like this is embarrassing but like yeah like either my mom does it or like like the the cleaner comes and like cleans my room and like the same is with him, you know and like I was saying that like we don't get married until we both are on our feet and we both have our responsibilities and that we both can take care of ourselves whether it's cooking whether it's like cleaning or like doing our own laundry and like making the bad when you wake up (laughs) and stuff like that you know
1: I feel like that's a an experience every young person kind of needs to have and especially like if you aren't getting that now in college that makes sense like like, everyone needs to learn how to live by themselves and figure out how they are habit-wise by themselves, you know? Especially since, if you guys have been dating,
3: like, this long and will continue to have a future together, you want to, like, rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's, that's also very important because, like, imagine you're living with your family and then you go... Like, you leave your household and then straight you go into a marriage. So I think you really need some time alone. That's that's what we emphasize on when we talk last about, like, our serious plans for the future. Like, I just want us both to be responsible adults be- before we make a decision to kind of share our living space, our finances also, like, everything, you know? Like, I won't get married to you even if you make millions before that I, like until I make sure that I can support myself without your money, you know, and, like, from experiences that were shared to me, even from my mom, because, like, my mom and my dad, they, like, were together for 10 years, like, they started dating when they were 15, and that's exactly what happened, like, they both, like, were living with their families, they got married when they were 18, went to, like, live somewhere, like, like a couple like, years later, I was born, and then, you know, like, it's, like, my mama didn't work, because she was studying, like, first, and then she had me, so she didn't have time to work, or, like, to even look for work, like, for jobs, so my dad was working, and then they broke up, you know, and then my mom had to, like, stand on her feet, like, finish her education, like, everything, you know, and, like, from, like, things like that actually make you think about, like, your future, because we are, separate human beings you know like as much as we share our life we don't we are not each other's like happiness and stability my happiness doesn't depend on you like you contribute so much to my happiness and whole, but I have my own happiness and the same goes like with him like I'm sure you know like he's agreeing now it's not that only I talk and he just listens
1: (laughs) (laughs) no I love that because that's with your experience with your mom that's very similar with my mom, yeah. like she had my brother at, she got pregnant with my brother at 18. So like at the beginning of her college. And so she took a little break, like gave birth to him. And she, she had the support of my, like her side of the family to help raise him. And she continued to go to school. And then she took a break to work, raise. And then she met my biological father, had me when she started graduate school. I mean, my brother still keeps in contact with biological dad I have don't, don't keep in contact with mine and she like repeated that cycle again like having her family help raise and then luckily raised me and my brother and then luckily shortly after like a year I was born she met my dad now and throughout their entire like relationship like throughout my entire life growing up we've moved around a lot and he's had to relocate sometimes by himself like there were times when before we moved to Shanghai we were still in the Philippines they were doing long distance then and then when we moved to the U.S., they did long distance between different states in the U.S. And then we finally moved down to San Diego for, like, a year. They were doing long distance with my mom, my siblings, up north and him down south. And then, like, even then when we were in San Diego, his company was relocated to Chicago. So he was flying to Chicago every weekend. For He would only be home for, like, two days. And so I understand, because that's also a quality that I really strive for is being able to be my own person and have my own priorities responsibilities my own happiness and then finding someone with that exact same passion because I don't see it working any other way yeah for
2: sure I mean my goals for before we get married is I I want to have like a stable at least financial life in a sense that don't want to get married until I can afford the wedding myself like that's very normal normal for most people but like in Georgia the culture is that your parents pay for your wedding and I don't want that like I I owe my parents so much already like I don't want to yeah like if I can't afford my own wedding like how am I going to be able to afford having a family
3: uh, raising kids
2: like all that kind of stuff I have to have my finances figured out so I can like I have to have it like planned like this is the fund for the college for our kids and this Mm -hmm. is our savings account and this is this and this is that and this is our shared money and this is our separate money and like that's the only things that I think I really plan other than that like where we're gonna go eat tonight I have no idea
3: yeah exactly I mean yeah I agree with you totally because um in Georgia like it's so common to Like, even, like, my family, like, my mom and, like, mm, her, her, like, my stepdad stepdad now, like, my mother's husband, they live with my mom's mom. So, like, my grandma. So, like, it's very common to, like, you know, like, depend on your parents, even when you're, like, older, I guess. And that's what we don't want for ourselves. Like, what I'm saying is, like, my parents are paying for my education right now. And I was, like, in Georgia, it's, like, you do your bachelor's and then you take your master's, like, and then you go take your, like, like PhD, like, whatever. And, like, I don't want to do that. I want to, like, break the cycle because I want to be able to afford my own education. Like, I have so much, like, planned for me. You know, like, I want to take a break when I, I'm done, like, when I have my bachelor's degree and then I'm going to have until, up until I have the means to actually afford good master's education, I, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want anyone paying for it you know, anyone else paying for it other than me. Because then, like, education is something that, it's very important. So you, like, you owe a lot to people that actually paid for your education and, like, made it possible for you to get the education. I want to be thankful to myself for becoming who I am, you know, like, in the future. So, yeah. But we're gonna make a lot of money. (laughs) We always say that,
1: (laughs) we're gonna make millions. Uh, For sure. Yeah. But what are you studying?
3: Oh, I'm studying economics, just plain economics.
1: Yeah, and
2: I'm studying business, so it's all about money. It's all With about us. money. It's all about money.
3: Yeah, you
0: guys are gonna be millionaires someday. Don't forget about us. But do you plan on moving to Madrid at any point? You don't
3: I don't. I don't know because look, my fam, like one of the reasons that I didn't leave for college is my family because I have a brother who's turning three. I have a sister who's seven. And I have my family there. And like, yeah, of course, like my dad side of the family, like my mom and like everyone like relatively young can travel, but like my grandma, that is like the second mom to me, she can't, you know? And I just won't be able to forgive like, forgive myself if something happens to one of them and I'm not there, you know, And but this is why like I tried so hard to get into a very good university in Tbilisi so that I can also be with my family about moving to somewhere else. I know that he doesn't li- doesn't want to live in Tbilisi and it's come up now that he actually wants to stay in USA because he's doing a transfer next year like he wants to to what are you when are you yeah like USA just i don't know. And I don't know if I'm gonna be ready to just like take off and move somewhere with him. Even though like, I always say this to him, like I'm gonna go like wherever you go, like I don't really care, even to like the, I don't know, worst countries, not like countries, they're not bad countries, but like economically and socially bad countries, I don't care as long as I'm with you. But like, again, how can I just make sure that I can be on my own? Like, how can I, I have to settle somewhere, right? I have to start a job somewhere, right? And I can't give it up to be with you because you also can't give it up to give like whatever you will have built to just be with me. You know, it's hard. The first priority is always like financial thing because we both are like, we're not going to take a. Like a dollar from our parents you know like yeah thanks for the help and like for raising us but like I don't want to be dependent on my parents you know from like everyday life if I make sure that you can support both of us for a little period of time of me like adjusting to what like where we are that's fine but not long term so as long as I know that I can actually work in myself where we actually decide to like move in and start a life together because that's a big step you know i have to make sure that there's there we will be the possibilities for me to also develop because i'm not going to be a stay at home like household keeper whatever i love it though i love it like i love cleaning and cooking but i'm not going to be that for you you know
2: never ask for it yeah. yeah i don't want it either like yeah i want to be with someone who is um yeah ambitious um who wants to like develop their career like i don't want you to be a stay-at-home mom, I want you to be, like, out there and hustling, because I know that's what you want to do, and that's what I want to do, so we're just gonna have a couple of, like, babysitters, I guess.
3: No, we're not even talking about babies yet. When we move in, like, before babies, like, I swear, like, I love babies, and when they look at me and they want something, I don't care. Like, I'm going to give it to them. And until I can support, like, their every little thing, like, new phones and new laptops and a bunch of clothes, I'm going to do that. Because, you know, that's, I don't know. So, until I, like, we both have the means to actually support them in every way possible. We want, like, the other day we uh, were discussing, like, what will be, like, we each get one... Uh, kind of uh, obligatory like uh, activity, extra activity. And what did you say? What was it? What was yours?
2: I said racing.
3: <laughs> racing, yeah, like car racing. This he's gonna be like, you have to do car racing, and like, I'm gonna be like, you have to do music. And then other than that, they your can next just child's gonna be in room. Formula One.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I I, I want to have my child in go karts from like <laughs> the very beginning.
3: Yeah, because we both love them. So yeah, that's what. Like, we want to support all of their Like, they want to do ballet, which is, like, very expensive. You're going to do ballet, and you're going to get everything that you need for it. You want to do, like, I don't know, like, mount climbing? Yeah, we should afford, like, we must afford buying, like buying a mountain for you. That's how far and that's how, like, how ambitious we are.
0: I want to be reborn as your future kid, because I want to have parents that just give me everything.
3: This is the thing that I don't really like to plan, because... I get my expectations, this is what happens to me daily, like, I'm talking about hourly, like, every second, I get my expectations high from creating fake scenarios in my head that's going to happen, and then I get my hopes, you know, like, up, and then they're like, and, like, nothing happens, so I, yeah.
0: Literally, half of my classes, I just daydream, and then I (laughs) get called on, and I'm back to reality, and all my dreams get crushed. But sometimes it's just so fun to daydream and just plan about your dream future. You literally gave us everything. Now I know what I want my relationship to
1: look like. Literally, I'm going to see you guys in fucking Fortune the Fortune 500 and then they're going to do like one of those like MTV crib things and I'm going to be like, "Oh my god, they're on my podcast. Look at them now."
2: <laughs> this was like therapy. Honestly. Thank
3: you.
0: Oh, we're a couples therapist podcast now. Yeah. Alrighty, well, thank you for coming to our podcast. It was so fun having you, and we hope to see you married and with children, beautiful children.
3: Well, thanks for having us. Well, Maybe we can sponsor your podcast when we have, like, a lot of money. <laughs> buy you equipment. Please buy stuff. us a new
0: microphone, a <laughs> tripod.
1: <laughs> okay. All that. Yeah, so thank you for listening. Um, we hope to have another episode out soon for March Uh, stay tuned we are going to publish our Instagram we are trying to get that I've been making like templates and all that sort of crap and then you can follow us and stay updated
3: thank you so much for having us by the way
1: thank you for being on and thank you for listening all right bye